This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the second volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40K's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Ryan LaPlante and players Tom McGee as interrogator Nero Abagnale, Laura Hamstra as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt as Seth Corbin, and Del Borvik as Sister Olien Mina. The Inquisitorial Band isn't out of the race just yet. Piper and Olien avoided the Sisters of Battle by hiding in the Radhabs. Nero redirected the orbital strike, killing the Sisters against Olien's protestations and utterly destroying the Warehouse District. And Seth was caught unawares by Jacinta's skull shield in disguise. With Jacinta's gun to his head, is this the end of Seth Corbin? Find out next in this episode of The Valentine Heresy. Captured audio from one of the many last stands of Fabius Bile. I have no intention of seeding any more ground than I already have, but I am a realist. I have tilted at windmills long enough. Now comes a time of hard choices. And now you are in a time of hard choices yourself. Piper, you've just ordered the murder of an imperial citizen. Nero, Mina has wrestled your gun down when you were trying to save Seth. And Seth, you hear the whine of a, of a charging last cell as you feel a muzzle pressed against your skull. You're ready for it all to end. And when it doesn't, you're surprised to hear a voice that you had not expected say, I'm going to need you to let my friend with the glass eyes go. And you realize you are now in the midst of a lineup, for lack of a better term, of a Mexican standoff in that Jacinta has the drop on you, but Maximilian Phoenix, who you had spotted in the crowd, now has the drop on her. Yes! Maxi! Love him. So this conversation is going, what What do you do, Seth? You realize there's now a possibility of confusion. Uh, yeah. Jeez, uh, what, what, what do I do? So she's got an arm around, her left arm is around your neck. Her right hand has the muzzle of her, her pistol against your temple. Uh, she is directly behind you. I want to grab as subtly as possible. I mean, saying I want to grab makes it sound like I'm about to get shot in the head. Uh, you do. I will flag for you. So you remember your plasma weapon is built into your cuff yes, on your yes. one arm. So it is disguised. Uh, that is one option. I am also, I would like to, as stealthily as I can, palm as many of my neurotoxin syringes as I can. All right. Uh, are you going to talk while you're doing this? What's your plan to cover your action? Obviously, there is a lot of distraction around you. Yeah. I just want to know exactly what you're doing. I mean, it would be Seth's go-to to just run his mouth immediately to just say, you know, um, 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 perhaps now would be a good time to return to the negotiation table. You see, I made you an offer. You rejected. And now you have a gun to your head as well. Somewhat in the same boat, you and I now, and perhaps you would be interested to consider my offer a little longer. Can you roll me a stealth while that is happening? Yeah. The difficulty will stealth. be her perception. Uh, I would also accept deception if you don't want to do stealth, if it's just your ability to lie with your words while lying with your hands. Uh, I would love deception, sir. Yeah, let's do that. <clears throat> and what kind of difficulty am I looking at? Her perception will be four purple. She's pretty perceptive. No ranks in it, thankfully. Um, and I will use a story point because she's coming okay. at you. All right, then I'm going to use one. I was going to ask what the balance was, but if you're using one, I'm using one. Um, right. Seth, again, purely about himself yes. is like he needs this. So, yeah. yes. Yeah, this is definitely one of those big moments in his life. Yeah. All right. Yes. I will give you a boost if you have not rolled yet. 
I have not rolled. I was about to, and I, <laughs> I can see it on your eyes. I was like, let me do the math oh, on this. Uh, I will give you a boost because of the distraction Maximilian is presenting to her. She's okay. not just paying attention to you anymore. Now, I believe I'm probably about to shoot myself in the foot, but I want to ask because I'm curious. Um, etiquette. Would she's lowbrow. Like she's, she's low? not classy. Then that gives me a boost, actually. Instead yeah, of you, a, you saw her dad. Bad. He's like a gross train wreck. There's no way she'd be cooler than him. Okay. He like gave you a hundred million thrones and then hit on Mina. Like they're not good people. Uh, yeah. Okay. Perfect. All right. Then I am going to roll. All right. Okay. Three successes, two threats. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Well, we'll see. That's okay. No, that's okay. Piper <laughs> <laughs> says so. It's okay. <laughs> I am going to say the two threats are that the crowd is still surging around you. And a mosh pit breaks out with Mina and Nero at its center. So they cannot force their way to you right away. Uh, they, they're being pushed further away. Do they have However, music you, being pumped in through speakers or something? Through, there are speakers around. There's straight up just like twit, like pound is just playing. If we want to know like our creepy mutant music from 40K universe, it's like their EDM meets metal. It's just blaring out of windows. Like this is a street. So there's like a band playing right. live over there, except one of them just got stabbed. Like it is not pretty music, but there is very loud music. Spring break. <laughs> I was going to say, there's probably mass confusion too, because while the moshing and Mina's like, did you try to shoot me? What are you doing? <laughs> I, I was trying to I pull the helmet off. I'm like, no, it's, it's Jacinta as we're like being just moshed around. What? Um, <laughs> just like I pulled behind a guy. I'm trying to like pull my way up. Terrible in the armor. Um, yeah, I don't think I get a message to you. Yep, <laughs> I think exactly. the, are, the communication continues to break down. Yeah, yeah. So there's no help coming from that way, but Seth, you have palmed a handful of darts. Okay. You've made your offer, and she's like, I, I don't think anything can take me back from this. I think, I think this might just be the end. Maybe we all go together. And let so many more of your father's killers live unpunished. I can get one. It's better than zero. Uh, you feel her tensing up and you know she's like psyching herself up to shoot you yeah. and then die. But even that, Jacinta, is not a guarantee. What? You don't want to go out on a gamble, do you? I think I can get you. I think I can really get you. Are you sure about that? And I would like to produce my disguise kit. Okay. And say, Seth Corbin also changed his face. Just looking to completely. All right, we're going off. straight deception versus deception. It's just, can you bullshit okay. a bullshitter? Okay. Um, so the difficulty will be three red and one purple. Wow, she's really good at this. Uh, I'm pretty good too. Um, I will be using a story point again, if I have any to use. Uh, you do, you have, you have four and so okay. will I. So you're, you're going up against Oof. all, all reds, four reds. All right. I get my two boosts because she's, uh, you're speaking her language of scumbag. Yeah. yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> now you see my disguise kit. Gives me a plus two boost to deceive checks made to impersonate someone else. Does yeah, the I fact give, that I'm holding it up give me that boost instead yes. of applying it to my face? I would agree in this case because the lie is based around it and you couldn't okay. make the lie without it. Also, okay. it is clearly a professional grade kit. Okay. Uh, all right. And I guess <laughs> ugh, I guess I'm ready to roll. Let's see what happens. I'm about to. Two successes, two advantages. Hey! <laughs> These are not the blowout successes that I'm hoping for, but yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> All right, then, scumbag, where's Seth? Where's the real Seth? And you just feel her grinding the muzzle into your head, and you realize she might not be stable enough to get through a lengthy negotiation with you. Talking is limited here. Uh, Ryan, can I yes. roll a perception check? Yes, you may. Because I feel like as... Uh, Mina's yelling at me. 
I'm doing that thing where I'm like trying to see over her and she just keeps getting in my grill and she's obviously like much larger than I am. So this is a real like uh, I'm having like a Danny DeVito versus anyone say, kind of fight. In the rare circumstance plus power armor, you're the bigger one right now. Yeah, oh, shit. Okay, never mind. So great. So I'm trying to see over her to see what the fuck is going on with Seth while the mosh pit happens. Uh, more importantly, I'd like to know if I hear any of this. So uh, perception, what's my difficulty there, sir? Difficulty, if you're trying to hear, four. Four? Okay. No red, because I think this uh, is just do you hear or not hear. Wait, as opposed no. To do you mishear. I don't think he's trying to hear. I think he's trying to see. That's he's literally so like, he, oh. he doesn't know there's a negotiation happening. He's just like, is he dead? What's happening? Uh, I'll say two. I don't think yep. no, nobody's consciously getting in your way. It's yep. just chaos around you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, great. <laughs> This is so stupid. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. And um, I don't think I have anything else to add to that. I think that's that's it. Yeah. Great. All right. And rolling. One success, one threat. Uh, you see exactly what's going on. Amazing. That's going to play well for the threat as well. Um, I see her start to grind the, the barrel against Seth's head. Uh, and uh, just ignoring Mina for a second, who's still yelling at me about trying to shoot her. Uh, Nero <laughs> does the one thing that Nero is perhaps best in the world at. And I just yell, hey, hey, Jacinta. Hey, your dad's rib cage broke real good when I shot him with that grappling gun. He sure is dead because of me. Um, so I don't know if they hear that, but that's what uh, Nero is yelling to try and draw draw the attention of the crazy lady. Uh, because also he's not lying. He is. Uh, this is not a deception. This is just a loud truth. Can you roll a skullduggery? I feel like this is just pure. If there's ever a skullduggery, do you, do you have cunning? Is that one of your things? Uh, I do have cunning. I got no skullduggery, but yeah, I'll take it. This is skullduggery. This is literally just like kicking yeah. someone in the shin in a fist fight. Like I would also accept streetwise if you've got something in that. Because I feel like it hits. No, nah, man. Way. I mean, like, I've got interrogation, but this isn't interrogation. This is 100% skullduggery. Like, I'm just being yeah. a, like, a, like a dick in a fight so that my friend can get a sucker punch in. So, no, I'll I'll take it as flat, man. I, I don't think I've earned anything better on this. So <laughs> Great. I will give you uh, two boosts because you legitimately were the dude mm -hmm. who killed her dad. There's no question about that blame. Uh, I will give you a cool score. Uh, so the difficulty is going to be based on her cool. So it'll yep. mean the difficulty is three red. Three red, okay. Um, the reason it is so hard is, A, normally I would lower her cool, but you're also in power armor, which makes you a really tough shot. Totally. If she's going to take her one shot. Yep. with the, It is just a, a last pistol in her hand. Um, can I argue for using my clever retort? Uh, once per social slash combat encounter, I can add two threat to an opponent's role by saying something cruel, clever, or distracting. Yes, give yourself can another two boost. Thank you. That's all I want. Um, and I'm going to burn a story point um, because not knowing that Seth is doing any cool sleight of hand, this is literally like Nero's, the only shot Nero can throw because like he, Mina's got her hand on the gun and despite being in power armor, like he, he can't win that arm wrestling match. Um, <laughs> all right, let's, let's see if the truth rings out loud and clear. Oh baby, it does not. Two advantage. <laughs> Two advantage. Um, Skrillex she, is just pounding my words into the ground. I'm going to say she is further distracted. So mm. those two advantage will be passed as boost to Seth on Seth's next chat cool. or next check. Piper, Warden has just murdered a woman. She has fallen down the back of the stairs and is dead. Uh, the crowd around you has not yet noticed, but you're aware you don't have that much time because it was a gunshot and people are very close. What do you do? Um, <laughs> I, 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 Warden and I kind of like exchange a look because let's be honest, Inqu Inquisition has casualties all over the place. Um, and, and, uh, and I, I just say, well, better clean this up before anyone notices. <laughs> Here, <laughs> I'll keep watch. <laughs> and like, basically like do kind of like, point warden to like basically drag her uh I'd say there's probably a dumpster between buildings so you can kind of hit man it just haul the body just over just haul the body dumpster. and do it yeah that's it it's just like well she's dead now so 
The I would say for you, it's comforting. For anyone else, it'd be horrifying, which is Warden has absolutely no hesitation and is clearly not bothered by what he was done. Warden considers himself a weapon and he was told what to do, so he did it. So for him, it's the same as hauling around a sack of potatoes. He just goes over, picks up the corpse, walks over, tosses it in the dumpster. There's no fanfare, no emotion, just dead ladies disappeared. All right. right. Can you roll me a stealth roll? Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, Okay, what's my difficulty? Difficulty will be three. (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to roll this. One advantage. You do see a local security guy walking around in a uniform that you would assume is the local Arbites. He is wasted, though, so you do get a chance to intercept him before he goes into that alley. He's about to head past you while Warden is hauling the body around. What do you say to keep this guy out of the alley? Um, basically just like put my, put, I, I do that like this is literally the exact same like comforting thing I do to like Sister Mina, which is just like, oh, hey there. I, and uh, I, I kind of start um, basically directing, like kind of slowly directing him away Um let's slight pressure my hand and be like, oh, that Chastener Bo-Katan, he's like a real hard guy, eh? Like, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I've had dealings with him too. Uh, where do you, you got some, you got some, uh, you got some I like a... Uh, I just want to go pee in that alley. I don't want to pee on you. Why would you pee in an alley? That's... No, so many other people have peed in there. It's disgusting. Yeah, we just got back from that's there. That's why it's fine. I took. So, I thought it was spur, but now I don't know what it was. Um, I think <laughs> Piper just says, "There's really nothing I can do to convince you not to pee in that alley, is there?" <laughs> uh, uh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, Chasener Bokten better not catch you. No, he's dumb. <laughs> and, then, and then she's just gonna basically use compel <laughs> to uh to to try to make him think like essentially like if he pees in that alley, he will be fired. <laughs> Hey, this is Nero Abagnale from uh, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy. And look, if you want to help support us in pulling back the curtain on uh, some of the mysteries of the galaxy, like, uh, you know, figuring out what all this Horus stuff means or uh, finding these uh, these uh, new men, well, we're going to need your help. So for just the cost of a dollar a month, you can join our, our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. And yeah, for just that, you can talk to other fans in the Discord, swap theories about uh, the nature of the Golden Throne, uh, about, you know, what really happened back in the day you can really get to the heart of things or you know at five dollars you can listen to this very show ad free uh, as well as some of our other shows uh at fifteen dollars you can add some names to the shows you can hear your own uh you know names showing up and stuff and at twenty five dollars you can create your very own character who will go with us on some of our adventures as well as uh, getting your name added to the credits which is a good way to immortalize yourself you know like like horace did when he got his name added to the credits of history you know so uh if you want to be like horace go to uh patreon.com slash dumdumdice it's d-u-m-b d-u-m-b d-i-c-e and you know we'll figure this out together Okay, let's let's roll the compel. All right, so it's a basic uh, telepathy check. That is remarkably good uh, role play for like wasted person logic. Yeah. Like I talk to people. The, the default is easy difficulty. I, I mean, I would argue that that's right because he's drunk. I would imagine his mind is quite. What malleable. is easy difficulty for my brain? One. So it would be one red. Uh, I'm going to say it'll be one red and one purple. Him being yeah. drunk actually makes it harder because you can't steer his mind as effectively. Like trying to get a grip oh, on I a see. sober person is easier. On a drunk person, you have to like, it's like it's a, it, the, the mind is a little fudgy. So you got to try yeah, to keep fair. it focused. But you will get uh, two boost because this was exactly, this was like an idea that could occur to him. Yeah. And would not be hard to put in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to roll it. 
One, uh, two successes, one advantage. Oh, I don't want to get fired. I should go pee in a different alley. Which yeah, one's they're... legal? Um, <laughs> she she points to an alley on the other side of the mosh pit, <laughs> and it's just like that one. That one, Bokatan will never find out. I don't know if I'm gonna make it, but I'll hold my breath to help. Uh, and then he just takes a big breath in, holds his breath, and starts staggering into the distance. He's gonna pee on so many people. <laughs> <laughs> so we we cut back to Seth. Uh, Nero did do yelling from the distance that has clearly jolted Jacinta, who's going like, "Who is that? Who is that? Who is that?" Uh, this is as good a time as any to make your big break because you do have the. I mean, mechanically to boost, but in actuality, you just have her as thrown as you're going to get her. Yeah, I think uh, I would like to do a few things at once, if I may. Yes, you may. Which is have one hand reach for the gun that is beside my face and pull that forward as I lean my head back, mm-hmm. trying to just basically clear my face from the the, the muzzle of this thing. Yep. Uh, while my other hand comes up, uh, and just jabs a handful of neurotoxin into her neck um, as she is basically holding my, she's got her arm wrapped around me in front of her, right? So I should be able yep. to just hit that spot clumsily probably, but get get a bunch of neurotoxin in her um, and uh, and just yell out for Maximilian to hold her. Um, cool. To, to just say, say, uh, Max, grab her uh, as I just do all of this. Okay, realistically, um, I think you'd probably grab her and do the other while you yell rather than yelling first. So I'll give you the yell for free, the ability okay. to give Max an order. He's on your side. You know, uh, you also know from your phone call that Lucia Bain sent him specifically to shadow your party to help with Jacinta. So he's not here for like nefarious purposes. He's yeah. he's on team, team it, you. It occurred uh, to me um, too late, uh, but fortunately it was a, it was a, a double uh, that we should be trying to keep Jacinta alive for Lucia because she wants her rogue traitor um uh so neurotoxin at least gives her a fighting chance instead of a hole in her head yeah theoretically uh you also did trump up charges against her from within the inquisition so it could be hard to take those back it's it's a whole sliding scale of who knows what uh but yes so let's do the rolls you have two boost it'll only help you with one of these two checks do you want to put that towards getting the gun away from your face or do you want to put it towards stabbing her with needles uh gun away from my face that is a good choice. I yeah. would also suggest you choose that, but I was not going to make you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's let's roll for that then. Uh, what do you think it would be for you out of your stats that he'd be trying to do to do this? <sighs> Ron or agility, obviously. Um, agility is my favorite one. I think depending on how much of a fight she's putting up is whether it's brawn or not. I, would um, also, I think for a quick movement, it's agility. I would also accept skullduggery if you wanted, because this feels like you've been having a conversation to lead up to like a dirty fighting trick, which feels more in Seth's wheelhouse than like a wrestling match. Jamming something into someone's neck mid-conversation is definitely skullduggery. Um, Are we rolling first to pull the gun away, or is it all one roll for doing everything? Uh, No, we'll we'll treat them as two separate rolls. One is not get shot. The other is attack. Well, I'm going to try for not getting shot first. So however... Do you want to do that for skullduggery, or do you want to do... That would be... Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, let's do Skullduggery. This both okay. feels like Skullduggery to me. This isn't a street fight. This is like two ugly fighting low-life spies taking yeah. their shot. Right. Um, okay, so I've got my Skullduggery uh, dice plugged in here. Great. Difficulty will be... Hmm. Difficulty will be two purple and one red. I'm going to use her athletics because I think you have thrown her enough that okay. she's not responding with like craft. Okay. Between your discussion, the threat of being someone who you're not supposed to be, and Nero yelling from the distance, she's not on her mental game. Admittedly, she also had her face removed and put on someone else, so she's not right. exactly sane. Uh, I'm going to go for a story point. Um, just uh, once again, because this is Seth's uh, very survival on the line, which he cares very much about. Um, and this is the gun pull one, so this is where I get the the boost. Yep. We called, so I've applied that as well. For that. Two boost, okay. Uh, then I have, I think, everything here. Unless you want to add anything else, uh, I'm going to give you one setback because she is prepared for you to try to pull a move. However, you are a low life talker, so I will include your your low life skills in balancing that out. So no setback in the end. Okay. Okay. Great. Then I am ready to roll, sir. Let's do it. 
Uh, three advantages. Three advantages. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Okay, I got to roll an attack. Just a second. Uno momento. Her to get attack. more prosthetics on my face. Sister Mina, what is your armor minus uh, your shield? Yes. My armor minus my shield is three soak, one defense is my chest plate. Okay. So, well, soak plus my, it would be, it's, sorry, my soak plus my brawn, that's just on the chest plate. But yes, so one defense. One without, defense from ranged. Without, okay. yes. Correct. <laughs> yeah. All right, she rolled one advantage and one triumph. So Seth, <gasps> with your advantage, you do force the gun away from yourself when you pull it down, but it goes off and it hits Mina in the back through the crowd where she's blocking uh, Nero, which means. Oh, Seth. Oh, Seth, Seth, Seth. Her, Quinn's going to shoot me in the chest again. Her gun. Warden, does. if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. Pull that up in a second. But let's find out what this injury is. Oh, Lordy. I didn't think to get out my D's. I just got out my Genesis dice. So we got to do this the mm. other way. I, I was warned upon, upon character creation. If you get shot in the back, you don't get that shield. <laughs> I have been waiting for it. Well, the trick is to just, uh, you know, Captain America fist fight your way through life where you just have the shield on your back where right. it's least useful um, or be a turtle. One of those are your two uh, options. Sister Mina, you are shot in the back mm -hmm. and you are compromised, which means you increase difficulty of all skill checks by one until this critical injury is healed. Okay. So it manages to punch through the armor and hit you, uh, I would say, in the in the shoulder blade. But that means it's also the one that would help you hold your shield up. It really kind of limits your mobility all around. Mm -hmm. uh, what is your soak currently? It's eight. Yeah. You actually only take two points of damage uh, because your armor tanks most of it. Mm-hmm. You were just in that unfortunate circumstance where the place that it punched through was mm -hmm. nasty. Mm-hmm. And you said all skill checks by one or two? A difficulty is raised by one for all skill checks until the crit is healed. Yes. Uh, okay. Now let's roll for your attack, Seth. So you successfully didn't shoot yourself in the head, which is yeah. good. Thank goodness. The advantage for you was that you got it away from you. The not success is you hit a party member with it. Right, yeah. Um. So I don't think we've had to deal with me jabbing someone with the neurotoxin yet um we are not. we thinking mealy light like a, a brawn that is that is where i would lean with it yeah. yeah all right that's unfortunate um let's kick in uh, i would also let's... accept in this case a mealy light using agility I mean, as a base if... skill because this yeah, isn't you're sense. not wrestling the needles into her face yeah <laughs> uh, uh difficulty will be three because it's traditionally okay. two for hand-to-hand -hand combat, but we'll add another one because you are essentially stabbing blind. Yep. Uh, you... Oh, it actually goes up to four because she is an adversary, meaning okay. that she adds a difficulty to any combat checks. Okay. Uh, then I would be looking to use another story point. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I know I'm burning through these guys. That is fine. No, and good. one of the difficulty will be red just based off of her skills to begin with. So three purple, one red? Correct. Or four purple, one red? Three purple, one red. Yikes. Okay. Um, Again, imagine how bad this could have been if you had not taken away her entire army and her spaceship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Neurotoxin. The Imperium is host to a variety of foul, virulent toxins which rack the body with pain and bring the afflicted creature to a quick end. Well, well okay. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Ready to roll. Let's go for it. <sighs> One advantage, three failures. Aye. You stab backwards and you miss, but you have kept the pistol off of you and she is struggling. Can you roll me a, a charm, Seth? <laughs> I don't know what you're asking right now. A difficulty charm? four. Yeah, can you roll me a charm? 
presence, uh, which is doo doo, difficulty four. One, two, three, four. Um, okay, I'm just going to roll that. I don't think I have anything for charm. Great. One failure, four threats. Uh, <clears throat> she is, as you begin to wrestle, immediately just pumped full of hell gunshots. Because Maximilian, the moment he saw you had clearly fucked up your gamble, you'd ordered him to keep her alive. He didn't like you. He didn't like slash trust you that much to be able to win this wrestling match. So she's just plugged full of full auto hell gun shots, just burning through her. He guns down like three other people in the crowd behind her while he's doing it he with says, no compunction whatsoever because he's standing there in full stormtrooper armor. People are screaming. People are running. She is definitely dead. Uh, the crowd clears around all of you. And strangely enough, Seth, you are unscathed in this aftermath. As Piper and Warden approach to find a dead Jacinta, a dead Jacinta look-alike, uh, and everyone just standing there with Maximilian. Uh, I think Seth is just like, kind of almost like comedically, just in like frozen in the last pose before Jacinta was shredded to like minced meat behind him. So I think just like a fistful of like neurotoxin, like up over his shoulder in one hand, uh, and holding on to a gun being held by an arm that isn't attached to a body anymore. Uh, um, and uh, when like sense kind of returns to him, uh, pockets the neurotoxin, kind of like just sort of tosses the the elbow and shoulder over his arm and in front of him and places that on the ground uh, and kind of pats himself down to make sure he's, he's whole. Uh, he looks up at uh, any vid screens. Um, has Lucia Bain won this fucking thing yet? Uh, <laughs> Is this over? Up, you do see the car that was stolen by Lucia Bain's team cross the finish line about a half a kilometer behind you. Uh, cannons go off. Giant blue smoke is pouring out of all of the major factories, which undoubtedly has terrible environmental consequences for the world. Yeah. But Lucia Bain's house has won the race. You have achieved your goal uh, of her winning this race and theoretically having won the governorship. What do you say to each other now that your subquest of Lucia Bain <laughs> being governor has been achieved at the cost of a collection of murders? Yeah. As I hold uh, Mina, who I assume has kind of collapsed forward after taking a cheap shot to the uh, the back, as soon as I realize she's not dead, um, I think Nero just can't help himself. And he's like, no, that. I was trying to stop that. from That that specific thing is what I wanted to shoot, was that. So maybe give me some more fucking credit. Now let's get you some help. And I like look up around kind of for like a medic and realize there's just a bunch of dead civilians. Smoke is pouring out. The music is blaring. Um, and I'm like, uh, yeah, hey, you're going to need to like hold on for a little bit though, okay? Mina's definitely, yeah, she collapsed into him. And I think from the back probably looks a little scary because she wore her like white regalia and now there's just like a red bullet hole in her back that's just trailing blood and soaking down into her whole outfit and she's just yes i'm i will hold on are we are we finally done with this i mean uh the, the, this part I, I guess. And I'll just like look over your shoulder at the wound and see that it's like a massive red circle that is bleeding down the back of your white robes, which incidentally reminds me an awful lot of your eyes, you know, a little while ago. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I think it's going to be all right. I think his, his blessings are upon us. Sister of blood. <laughs> I'll just like throw an arm kind of up to the crowd. Um, hoping that I can cover enough. But yeah, uh, I'm mostly just worried about like where Seth is, where Piper is, where Warden is, that sort of thing. Yep. And and, and you all arrive back together. Uh, it takes you a minimal amount of time to commandeer a vehicle nearby and get your party back to the Bolter Express. Maximilian makes his own journey back to, you know, the Bane Fortress. He's he served his duty with his mustache with the word Bane yeah. shaved into it. Uh, and you guys get back. Uh, you check the machine because you do have a sample from Krungus Marcus waiting. And it turns out that it will not give you a final result until the morning. So you do have mm. a night to rest. Uh, having gone through all of the stress of the house war, 
Uh, you can see Krungus Marcus's security has been removed from your building. It is now an even split of Bane and Cologne troops. Um, obviously, there's nobody in Vance colors either. They're just like, nope, you lose. You don't get to stand near the winners. <laughs> um, which means at this point, you have the, the night to rest. So how do each of you want to spend this night? And who goes in the recessatrix that you have in the building? Mina? Well, I think <laughs> yeah. I I'm think wearing upon... power armor, so I'm pretty sure it's Mina, unless anyone really wants to argue. Sorry, Tyler, what were you going to say? I, was just, I, I think upon hearing the only person who incurred a fresh wound was Mina. Seth would also agree that she gets the resuscitrix. Um, Honestly, like Piper's wounds are all like, mentally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're all like yeah. psychically. You don't need a resuscitrix. You need a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. All right, so the light power armor will be removed by Heinrich Fink. He shows yep. up again to be able to get it off you when it powers down, essentially, uh, Nero. So you're not just standing around in like an incredibly yeah, heavy suit. You can't. It's just a couple. Yeah, there's definitely like ten minutes of me just standing there, being like, uh, yeah, you know, honestly, I, I think I kind of earned this. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> just watching the world go by. Sister Mina, is there anything you would want to say or do before you are put into the like liquid-filled tube of healing? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it still wants to talk to Seth, but I don't know if there's time to do that prior to the end of the night. I mean, uh, you've got time. I day. mean, realistically, the race started around four. You're probably back by nine. So if you take a quick moment to talk to him before you go into the tube, that's very possible. You're not yeah. so injured that you couldn't do that. Right, right. I think that she would be cagey and avoidant of everyone and like can't look Nero in the eyes, but would probably still try to talk to Seth when he's alone in his room, maybe. So anything else wants to happen before that. It's easy enough to avoid me. I'm literally a statue right now. So <laughs> just, he, just he's walk uh, away. Nero's, yeah, Nero's getting unstrapped in the uh, one floor down, uh, or two floors, one floor down in Invictus's suit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ignatius is the two below that. And yeah, Pipe, Piper's going to of return Of course, you guys her. made friends with all the people who have eye names and put them in the same <laughs> yeah. building. Yeah. yeah. Piper's uh, got to return her musky uh, refractor field necklace to Invictus. Aww. So yeah, so we'll deal with that in a moment. Yep. Uh, let's. So so you do have a moment alone with Seth, Sister Mina. Yes. So I think she would just. Well, I guess th the question is, where would Seth be if he would just? If everyone else has left the room, then I guess they could just sit in the middle of the room or his room. Seth would come to check on Nina because he's got some stuff to say too, based mm -hmm. on how the day played out. Yeah. So um, you could even be down in the the med lab or med bay um, like level um, with the uh, resuscitrix getting ready if you want, and, and Seth would come to like basically like debrief with you. Yeah, I think that's a good place to have yeah. it. That then, way you're not yeah. like hanging around bleeding. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like, right. I want to have a talk? Just as like <laughs> gaping. She's probably a little a little wound. patched yeah. up then to yeah. to get her through to the end of the night when that will happen. Yeah sitting down in there. <clears throat> Seth, um, leaning in the doorway, says, uh, um, Sister Olean Mina, what happened today? What happened back there? We had a plan and you went rogue on us. I, yes, I, I'm glad it all worked out, but I suppose. <laughs> worked out, yes, yes, quite worked out, indeed. I, with everything that was going on, I, I suppose my faith in Nero was shaken. You're having a crisis of faith now, here? I... I wanted to talk to you about how you felt, and I wanted to ask you why you don't believe. Don't? Why I don't believe? What? What is it you think I don't believe in specifically, Sister Mina? That you don't believe in, you know, the faith and trust in the Emperor, that he guides all of us and things that we do. Did you feel guided out there today, Sister Mina? Did you feel his sure hand on your shoulder? 
I, in a way, <laughs> I, I suppose, really what I realized, I, I always thought that being in the Inquisition was a great honor, that we were all chosen to be here, to cast his will out into the world and to be his hand and his voice and and I do think that is true but thinking about you and Nero's behavior I I think we're all here also because we're being punished for things we've done wrong and it made me think something must have happened to you to make you realize that that perhaps you have a different view of why we are here. <laughs> why we are here. Let's let's talk about belief then. Yes? Yes. You've shared what you believe with me. Let me tell you what I believe, all right? I come from a very different kind of place. I lived a very different life before I was sentenced to a labor camp in a penal colony and had my eyes taken out. I've seen, how can I put this? All these people, yes, all of the, the entire empire that we're trying to protect from the forces of chaos, they're all sheep. And the emperor and those in the Inquisition are like shepherds to an extent. And the forces of chaos and Xenos, they are wolves, to be sure. And it seems safe, safer for the sheep to be kept under the watch of the shepherds, but everyone seems to forget that the sheep are being used one way or another. They're being sheared and herded, or they're being eaten as food. The sheep get no say in what happens to them. It's the shepherds and wolves who decide what happens to the sheep. And so believing that is why I'm on the Inquisition. I know a little bit about both sides. And I thought, I thought I was better. I thought I was above all of that. But a pawn can become a queen and it's still a game piece. And I learned that the hard way. Does that help you understand why I am the way I am? Yes, Seth. That, that all makes a lot of sense. But I don't share that with a lot of people. And I'm telling you, and I want to make this very clear, I don't care for you more or less, particularly than anyone else. But if it's understanding that you need to obey orders, then you have it now, yes? Yes, I understand where you are coming from and where your head is in all of this. I do appreciate you telling me that. And there will be no further insubordination then, will there? Well, the problem remains of what to do with Nero. I... Does he have the Inquisition's... Is his head in the right place? I just don't know the decisions that he makes. And I wish to just follow him, but my faith in him makes me blind and I don't wish to be contributing to poor decision-making. So if you wish me to follow you and Piper, and I do not... I wish I could have helped him more, but I, I thought he was getting better, but now I don't know. What do you know about him? What is your great concern? Nero's always been enthusiastic. <laughs> yes. I. What I is do. it that has you so worried about him on this mission now, here? He's always been enthusiastic, but he's always been... He's always had the Inquisition and the Emperor in the forefront of his mind. And if you... if you, Have you listened to the things that he is saying? 
It seems like something has come undone, whether it was because we discovered his mind has been wiped or if there's something else going on. I just, I don't know how to fix it and I am afraid. Well, if his mind has been wiped, it can be wiped again. Perhaps all we need is to get this over with and get him back to the Inquisitor and everything will be set right. Now you are making sense, Mina. That is all there is, is the mission and survival and the next mission. That's all there is. So yes. we get through this as a team and then we can you can fill out a formal report to Inquisitor Barthus Billingberg and Nero can be set right. All right. Thank you for talking to me, Seth, and you certainly don't need to care for me, but I appreciate your mind. And I appreciate your body and its ability to crush and kill things. So get in that and get better. Then we have an accord. <laughs> With my mind and your body, we'll find that homo novus yet. All right. Good evening, and may the Emperor bless you, regardless of your thoughts, Seth. Ugh. <laughs> all right, so Sister Mina, you climb into the Recessatrix after Seth leaves. Mm -hmm. uh, you get all like Matrix tubed up. Uh, I will say for you, that will cure your one crit that you do have. Normally it would heal three uh, HP overnight, but because mm -hmm. the crit was involved, what I'm gonna say is, can you roll a D3? As in, roll a D6, divide by two. I can do that. Round down. I rolled a one. Easy roll. <laughs> you, get one, you get one of your health back. Perfect. So, uh, I will take it. Nero, you're brought out of your, your power armor. You get to go back to the, the apartment, your residence here. Is there anything that you do before you rest tonight? Um, I think uh, I'll go check in with uh, Piper and Warden, um, specifically Warden, but by way of Piper. Um, and <laughs> I'll just say, um, <clears throat> as I'm like working the crick out of my neck, because uh, man, I I'm not I'm not built for power armor. That is a, that's exhausting. You got to go to the gym or something to be in that. I, I hate that. And I'll say, um, hey, uh, Piper, look. Um, couldn't help but notice uh, you and uh, Sister Mina seem to be kind of having a moment uh, there that seemed to kind of, uh, how to put this delicately, um, almost got her killed in a pretty serious way uh, that wasn't What great. moment is that that you're talking about? Entering the race when it's like ridiculous that we're dealing with this stupid low-level stuff and we need to be dealing with Homonovus, that? Yeah, hey, uh, do, your, do your psycher powers help machines work faster? Just no. out of curiosity. Oh, okay. So then we actually can't find Homonovus any faster than than we already are. Oh, so, so we need to spend our time because we just like we can't just like sit around being safe. Instead, we have to like do all this other stuff while the machine works. I get it. Hey, yeah. If you try and subvert my authority again, I'm gonna have Warden put a bullet in you. Does that work for you? If you sorry, I was gonna be more subtle about it, but I think maybe uh, direct speech is is best for you. Does that work? Is that if gonna you work make with a, us? If you make a decision that threatens the integrity of what we're doing on this planet and the larger plan, I'm going to have to do something about you. And I'll just look to Warden. Say, oh, Warden is 100% Team Nero. I know. That's why I'm looking at him. And I'll just look back to you and be like, all right. Okay. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately for Piper, she can actually sense that Warden is 100% Team Nero <laughs> because its surface thoughts on Warden tend to be very uh, yeah. specific because there's not a lot going on in there. Yeah. I, I think Pi Piper like looks to Warden and she's like, he's going to take us all down. And he'll tap out to you. I don't care. Okay. I've made unbroken eye contact with Piper this whole time. She's looking away. doesn't matter. Just still standing there being like. Was there anything else? No, I think we said about all that needs to be said, haven't we? And then That's I'm just going to continue to stand there and stare at you. <laughs> 
We're going to say and, this is happening. And, and Piper just like walks back to her room and just says, make better decisions <laughs> and closes her door. Bad, stops the door from closing, <laughs> enters with Piper, gives the, inquis- the interrogator a nod and then closes the door. Um, I give him a nod and realize that he might be my best friend. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> I will retire to my bedroom. You've never had a more reliable military source. In your Where life. I like get into bed with my bolter across my chest. Uh, actually, like let's, let's not lie. Like between my knees, like a tripod. Uh, and just do that like bad sleeper thing where I'm just kind of like drifting in and out while staring at the window uh, because, you know, now I'm just worried Eldar will show up no matter like what night it is. There's <laughs> always a chance of Eldar in the night, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. Everyone's going to to their various beds at this point. Seth, is there anybody else you wanted to talk to? I think I feel like you had your conversation. I don't know if you're haunted by anything else. Um. Yeah, it, it was mostly a mystery to Seth why Mina went so drastically off book. Kind of, he has a better idea of what's going on there now. Um, Nero, in pulling him aside, all but basically said, like, this is where I'm at uh, <laughs> uh, mentally. So Seth is fine with that. Uh, and Seth and Piper have always, I think, been pretty distant and cold. So there's no need to, I think, connect there either. Uh, so Seth is fine kind of figuring out why Mina's acting the way Mina has been acting. Uh, I think, can Piper go see Seth, though? Because I think she yeah. would seek him out after yeah. the conversation with Nero. Yep, you've had time. Go for it. Okay. Warden will be following you. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I, I knock on Seth's door. Enter. Okay, so... Um, yeah, Warden here, he's like team interrogator, so, but he has to be here, so like, fuck it. Um, uh, Nero's a threat. I don't know if you've been noticing what's going on, uh, but like, he's saying shit about Horace, and I'm not comfortable with it. My goodness, that's quite the accusation in Piper. Um, well, it's the truth. Do you Over have Piper's any... shoulder, Seth, you just see Warden tap out on his arm. The interrogator can do no wrong. Planning against him will be treason. Yeah. Uh, uh, Seth will uh, gesture to the, the the gesturing of Warden and say, uh, uh, oh, I agree, Warden, indeed. Certainly there's no uh, plotting against our trusty interrogator going on here. Merely it sounds like a uh, concern for his uh, uh, mental fortitude. Though, given he can do no wrong under any amount of duress. Isn't that right, Piper? Uh, I absolutely agree. Look, and I look I look pointedly at Warden, said, look, we all like started all this, like working together. Nero was great, making great decisions. Good. And then like somehow like mind scan shit happened, which is, looks at Warden again, not Nero's fault. And he's talking about Horace. So, again, Nero does no wrong, but I think wrong may have been done to Nero, and it's threatening us all. Well, surely you wouldn't Warden be Warden taps his these... arm and says, like when you murdered a woman today? <laughs> I'm sorry, who pulled the trigger? That's what I thought. I am a weapon. And Seth is like, do you need me here for this? <laughs> Can I go to bed? Okay, well, I guess I've expressed my concerns, and now you know. You needn't worry about expressing your concerns to me. You need to worry about having proof and expressing them to the Inquisitor, whose judgment is infallible. Is that not right, Warden? Above. Warden taps out. Correct. Uh, Piper, can you roll me a... uh, Let's just do a straight intellect. Straight, okay. Difficulty one, just a purple. All right, rolling. Three successes. Okay, to make this narratively make sense, but also to allow you to do the thing that you want to do, if you went back to your room and, let's say, got on a data pad, Warden's not going to watch you on a data pad. He's a very literal fellow. So you could actually have the scene with Seth you want with Warden being unaware. So if you want to do that, we could just kind of fast forward narratively to you going back to your room and getting a data pad, and then you guys can talk without Warden over here. I'd fucking love that. Bam, fast forwarded. You're now on your yeah. data pad able to type out messages, but just say them aloud here rather than worrying yeah. about writing it. Yeah. Seth yeah. is looking in a mirror wondering what it is about him that has caused these people to think he is approachable in some way. 
that he he would be receptive to this kind of talk that just makes shit more complicated. <laughs> uh but uh, go ahead with your uh, message, Piper. Seth will uh, will have his data slate nearby. Um, I think she she writes like, uh, um, if someone with a great amount of power was suddenly saying phrases like "for Horace's sake," what would you think? <laughs> Question mark send. <laughs> I would think that person had a death wish or was very, very sure of their ability to stay alive. Now, what if that person was in charge of your life? Then it sounds like they have nothing to worry about coming from me. (laughs) So you're okay with heresy? Piper, have you met me? (laughs) I'm the dot, one dot dot yes <laughs> I'm the one the inquisition embeds into cult like heretic cults y- you're okay with heresy on our own team Piper I'm not sure what you're playing at here but I'm going to follow the instructions of our inquisitors up to the conclusion of this mission, the successful completion of this mission. And, if I and had Piper, any just, qualms, Piper like, will like, try to like, interrupt really quickly, like, exactly, uh, in quotation, successful. Yeah. yeah, if I had any qualms about the quality of leadership, I would bring it up with the Inquisitor after the success of the mission. So you're agreeing a mission above all else, yes? Yes, and I'll post a little... Aquila emoji. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect. I feel like that's the only emoji that the Imperium would allow. Well, well, that's the thing. Like, and Piper just like responds in kind. Like you have to, (laughs) you have to give it back. There'd also be a cogwheel emoji. There's no way the Mechanicus would only program an Aquila (laughs) with their own stuff. So there's those, those two options. Yeah. And then you just see Piper is offline. Like (laughs) basically that's it. So yeah. You, you, you all uh, fall asleep. You get a chance to rest. Uh, for the majority of you, you other than um, Mina, who's in the machine, you all gain one of your health points back, however much you are away from your total. That's that's the given for a night's rest. Uh, your strain is obviously full. Piper, can you roll me just a psyker check against a difficulty of three? No red on the difficulty. This is just what you pick up while you're while you're asleep. Difficulty three? Yes. No red, just difficulty three. There's no risk of this being like perils. This okay. is just you picking up extraneous thoughts and energy. Cool. One success, one triumph, one threat. Well. Interesting. Uh, your dreams are hazy, so you don't remember the details of the stories or the conversations when you awake. But what you do remember specifically is the Aeldari. You remember Mm. flashes of color. Uh, You remember flipping back and forth the theatrical amount of of kind of storytelling. They're walking you through a Eldari, not like dark Eldari. Not not the Drukari. They're the dark versions. These are the nice ones. Eldari. I'm learning my lingo as we go through this (laughs) fucking season. Um, But they're specifically, uh, I think you might know of, or at least rumors of the Harlequins. These match mm-hmm. them. You get the feeling that in your dreams, they actually walked you through a myth, but that it has not stuck with you. It was like they mm. told it to you and intended it to only be in your subconscious, but somehow you held on to some of the imagery and some of the other things. You also know that throughout this dream, they referred to you as Isabella. Hmm. Okay. Now, you would all wake up and go about your breakfast and I, buffet And I, I re- definitely remember the name Isabella, of course. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, you, you, there, there is a, a news coverage that's going to start in 10 minutes of a big ceremony, but you do have a moment if you want to talk about these dreams or if anyone wants to talk about anything. Mina, you've escaped the gross tube and been scrubbed down by uh, servitors who have no eyes because 
I mean, Ignatius has got class. <laughs> he blinded um, two servitors just for you. Um, and everyone else has had kind of the night's sleep that they get. Nero's is obviously uneasy. Warden is a human robot. Seth, how do you sleep? <laughs> um, I think uh, Seth has the ability to shut out light with these with these eyes um and so uh but i think um after uh part of a life lived quite roughly he's a very light sleeper um uh he sleeps uh on his back his arms like out at his side kind of in sort of like a ready position to like rise and move if needed um but that is basically to anyone who might be observing him or anything like that. He just looks like he always does, except he's motionless, uh, lying on his back. Um, okay. Yeah. So you have a light sleep, but but you get a functional sleep. This is yeah. the, the kind of uninterrupted 10 hours that I don't think any of you have had uh, while you're waiting for these results. Is there right. anything you talk about? Like, I, basically the only question in terms of morning conversation, because otherwise the group's relatively awkward. Uh, Piper, would you talk about the dreams that you had? Absolutely not. Uh, Piper shot herself in the foot enough last night with sharing things that, I, she's going to drink her juice and, uh, you know, eat her dry toast and that's it. Fabulous. Uh, you guys put on the propaganda coverage, uh, after the race last night, you know, that Lucia Bain won massive revelry craziness in the streets. The equivalent, the 40 K equivalent were like horns honking. So it's just servitors screaming and random binary blazing blazed out of windows. Um, you all obviously rested well, and then you see that the news come on, and it is a lot of coverage of a ceremony being called the gloating, is the term. Uh, it's a colloquial term that was adopted by the government after a certain amount of time, which is the crowning ceremony of the new governor always takes place right after the competition in the High Cathedral, which is the Basilicum Imperialis in uh, the, the north of the proto-hive. It's the grandest, biggest uh, religious building. And the only people who are invited to the gloating are house members who competed and lost. Um, Gazi is exempt because he is essentially acting governor. He's not going to be a part of it. He was never really a contender. Normally, Roberto Vance would be attending, but he was uh, brutally executed for heresy, uh, which just means Krungus Marcus and Lucia Bain are the two people in attendance with the most important and high potentate of the religion on this world, uh, the deacon Talon Seth. It's referred to as the gloating because the only people who have to sit through the coronation ceremony are the other people who wanted to be governor and then didn't get to be governor. Uh, there is obviously a high risk for what you are all aware of now, not having known about the ceremony, which is Krungus Marcus is the only candidate that you did not eliminate as homo novus, and he is now in a room with the highest imperial religious authority and the future governor. That's fine. But nothing's come out really spooky yet. It seems like it's all fine. The video of them going in seemed totally normal. Uh, and you can see no one is allowed inside, but there are servo skulls flying around looking through the stained glass. So there are images of the three figures inside. No one's attacked anybody. It seems to just be going normal slash boring. It's like when anything with the royals happens in terms of their weddings, everybody's really excited, but like, honestly, who gives a shit? Uh, then two things happen uh, in a relatively quick succession. The first is that your scanning machine, which has been running the genetic sample, confirms that Krunkus Marcus is in fact Krunkus Marcus, which means you have tested all of the house leaders and not found a candidate who is actually homo novus. The second thing that happens takes place on the propaganda screens, both in your room and around the hive, which is out of absolutely nowhere, the Basilicum Imperialis explodes from the inside killing the future governor, Krungus Marcus, the head of the religion, and showering wreckage throughout an entire district of the Dominion Omnium Protohive. This episode of the Valentine Heresy features Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter as Interrogator Nero Abignale, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Seth Corbin, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter as Sister Olian Mina, and our Game Master Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter. 
This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com, D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merch dice available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, and death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Lord Abradovic, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Roman Brown, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hi, we're the narrators of Midst. What's Midst? It's very simple. It's a weird, surrealist, fourth-wall-breaking, reality-bending, science-fantasy space western about a small, doomed planet floating in a cosmic ocean of spooky darkness. Upon whose alien landscape an ensemble cast of characters, including a crotchety outlaw, a freakishly virtuous cultist, and a diabolical businessman, make awful decisions and fight like hell to survive when the moon falls out of the sky and a large number of terrible things happen in rapid succession. It's exciting, it's funny, it's scary. It's got neat sound, weird music, amazing visuals, and every episode comes with bonus content you can read and examine. Midst is performed solely by yours truly as the three of us narrate all the action, play all of the characters, and bend a lot of the rules about how telling stories is normally supposed to work. Midst is pretty fun, very strange, and it feels like VR for your brain. We believe you'll enjoy it, or maybe you won't, but there's really only one way to find out. You're going to have to listen to Midst. Midst.